So yesterday was Labor Day for everyone that's listening to this. And am I the only one that grew up thinking that Labor Day had something to do with pregnant women? Yes, I think you're the only human being. <laughs> I, I never put two and two together because I've never been, I'm not a working queen, you know? Like, that wasn't I what I thought I, about. I think you mean educated. I was like, oh, wow, where's girl? Oh. I heard that. <laughs> anyway, I was like, oh, wow, we're celebrating, like, women's pregnancies. It's kind of weird that we choose one day out of the year because it's not like you can plan when your pregnancy happens. But, like, women's rights. Let's go. Slay queen. I think I learned maybe in high school that it actually meant like working labor, like manual labor, not women in the hospital in labor. I mean, I'm glad you're a feminist. Is that not a shared? I thought that was something everybody just went through, you know? Um, you, n- you no, never questioned? No. I never you- questioned that one. I never questioned that one. Anyway, I heard you went on a date yesterday. What are all the juicy details? It's not, it wasn't really a date. It was like... A hookup. It was not a hookup. Oh, okay. It was just, it was my friend's birthday. And uh, he invited me out because I'm new to the city. So he was like, oh, come out for my birthday. Come celebrate, meet new people, whatever. Meet this friend group. So I got to meet everyone. It was cute. We did a pregame at his house went to the clubs and then after the clubs went back to his house i was drunk that whole time because i was doing i was just drinking straight vodka most of that night she said skinny legend let's drink the one that has the least calories vodka soda no watermelon red bull vodka i said sugar <laughs> red bull and fucking so vodka. we'll take that right back calorie <laughs> <laughs> catching where i was not watching any part of my figure that whole night Except I was skinny, I didn't eat. Ooh. Anyway, so how did the night go? Good, I actually did eat. I ate a lot of things through my nose that night. Not the first time, won't be the last time. Nope, I want a shirt actually, funny enough. You know the Lunchables logo? Or not the Lunchables, the, the Uncrustables logo? Yeah. I want it to say Sniffables and just have that as a crop top. Uh-huh. Calvin Klein Sniffables. The girls that get it will know what I'm talking about. Anyway, <laughs> can we continue? I, I don't support the sniffables, but do what you want. So, how did you okay. date go? It wasn't a date. What everyone there was super cute, which is like it's very rare that I find. Did you go to the club? Yeah, we went to the club. Okay. Did but you it see was anybody? Like a, what do you mean? Like who all? Did I saw you a see? lot of people. Okay. It was just it was just like a regular like. Have you ever been to a nightclub? No. Like a nightclub nightclub. No, never. Okay. Never in my life. And I probably so, never will be. So this kind of nightclub, you walk into a basement and it looks like a basement. Like, like it no no windows, nothing. It's like underground, like circuit rave scene-esque. Uh-huh. So. I follow. I've seen enough media and movies. Yeah. You've seen the first Blade movie. You know what's up. Have you not seen the first Blade Oh, the way I'm going to educate you after this episode. (laughs) The way I'm just going to show you the It's literally the first five minutes. You've shown me clips of it, though. You have shown me clips. The first five or ten minutes. It's like like that bloodbath, like, rave scene. Yeah, you showed me this before. I've just Uh never seen the movie. Okay, imagine just that without the blood. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
So nothing significant really happened though. You just like got drunk, hung out, forgot everything that happened and came home? No, not everything. It was, the after party was cute. Uh, okay. I ran into, funny enough, throwbacks episode one of this podcast, ran into Tatiana, which was a gag. Did she go, you smelly little twink, get over here. I wish she is the loveliest person. She was lovely when I first met her back in San Francisco. And even at this after party, Tatiana was, or Joey, because they weren't in drag at the after party. So I got to meet a lot of the queens uh, from the area. And they're all super sweet, super nice. A, a very different. Did you tell her, like, do you remember when you called I was me? about to. I was about to. And I didn't <laughs> get to tell the story. And I mean, the next time no. I see her. So she invited me out or, like, told me she has a gig on tomorrow for us tomorrow this uh-huh. saturday so when this comes out uh, the gig would have already happened but yeah funny enough when this comes out the next day she has a gig which i will be going to okay so maybe you'll have a chance to be like hey anyway hey, remember this <laughs> i doubt she does uh but she was offering me tequila she was like and she's like hey you i just wanted to say hi and it was Aww. the cutest interaction. I was like, oh, I love her. She, she's so hilarious, too. Cracking me up. But the girls are really sweet there. That's good. I'm glad that you're finding your people. I know you were concerned about that a little bit when you were like, I have to move Shit, so terrified. Going from the first weekend where I was alone and, made, and I really felt like it was not the scene I was going to enjoy. To the second week where people, it was a bit tense and I didn't know if it was the right crowd. To this weekend, it's fully flipping the script and it being, feels like home. It feels like the right place. It feels like a good community of people. I really enjoy uh, DC so far. That will come to, that's going to be edited through uh, the coming weeks. You're going to get juicy updates. So at work. I'm uh, right now on a little vacation because my car is getting repaired. I'm going to start here, actually. We'll loop back to the work thing. But first of all, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I hate doing anything car related when I have to interact with people. I already talked about my car wash story of like having to butch up. But have you ever had? Oh, you don't have a car. So I don't know how to, to drive. This. I can't relate to this. I can't. Relate <sighs> okay, to well, this just put yourself in my shoes. Skinny, gay, fabulous twink pulling up to the auto shop with all these masculine. I hate going and doing car related things because there's like all these manly, manly men. And I'm like, this is my car. I know that that's the bumper. And I know that I put the gas in the gas tank. And they're all like, yeah, you got to change the spark plug and put the rotor in the. Uh. Oh, try me with my mom. My mom's like, Andrew, you have to learn how to drive. And I'm like, which one's the gas and which one's the brake? Literally, that's <laughs> me and I drive. So I was that's super worse. scared because I was recently, I know, I know. I recently was in a car accident, uh, not a bad one, just, you know, somebody scraped up against my car and I'm getting it fixed. And I was really scared because I was taking it in and I was like, I don't talk to these manly bro dudes. But I got in and it was like this nicest lady ever. She came out to the car with me. She circled all the spots with a little marker. I was like, this is the best thing ever. We need more women mechanics. They're the best. I say this is the feminism episode. 
Um, uh, she was awesome. Favorite person ever. I love her. I'm so glad that I'm not paying for this because it's super expensive to fix a literal scraped bumper. Like, what the fuck? How much? Wait, how much did it cost? The estimate is $1,300. For a scraped bumper? Yeah. Are now, they 850 the of that is labor. But yes, they do have to replace some parts. And then they have to, they have to recalibrate. My car has a radar in it. Are you sure like, they're not fucking with you? I don't have to pay for it, so I don't give a fuck. Oh, right. Your insurance got this. Because exactly. you're not a fault. Right. Exactly. But anyway, they have to recalibrate the radar because my car can go into submarine mode and I can like explore the Titanic with it and it has a radar in the front bumper. I, I wish those rich people had that technology. Yeah, they didn't. That's why they, that's they why didn't. I was like, was that? <laughs> no, my car can just cruise control and it has a radar to see how close the other cars in front of me is. You better insert the Celine Dion. My heart will go on into this clip. And then get sued. And oh. for more money than I have. But anyway, I'm because of this, because I took my car in, I'm having a like week long vacation from work because I don't want to have a rental for two weeks because those are expensive. And although I shouldn't have to pay for it, I do have to pay for it up front. And I just don't think I have the money for that right now. So what I will say, my last day working, which was for me like two days ago, um, this guy comes up to me that I work with. His name is Trey. Love him. He reminds me of myself. When I first started, um, he comes up to me. He's like, did you get a nose job? And like, do I look? Also, that shows the ignorance because if you got a nose job, you would be in bandages and bruised looking for weeks. I think he meant like, did I get one? Did you get your lip, like your nose pumped? No, I think he meant, did I get a nose job like earlier in life? Like previously to him know knowing me, you know? Like, five years ago, did I get a nose job? Okay, work. I, if I got a nose job and my nose came out like this, I'd sue. Wait, does I want plastic surgery to work how it did in The Witcher without all that pain? Where it's just, like... Where it's just magic? Yeah. Like a ma magic plastic surgeon or, like, a care. I want, I want to take myself back to the character customization screen and be, like, swipe, swipe, swipe. Uh when I was coming back from Josh's room, I wanted to be like, hey, go customize your character for a minute because we're about to stream or we're and about for, to do the podcast. And for all the lonely people, who is Josh? Uh, Josh is my boyfriend. Yeah, he's Owen is a sick human being. Yeah, I'm actually in a monogamous relationship. I'm like 90% of the gay people in the world, which can we dissect that? Is it because men are horny? Probably, I don't know. Most of the people I met were in relationships, but uh, that did not stop. Some of them. Yeah, it doesn't matter that they're in relationships. Oh. I'm saying like most gay relationships are not monogamous, which is fine. Live your own life. But why is that? I mean, I think it's the day and age. I think everyone's open with their sexuality. I feel like there's way to do monogamy, but not when your name is Owen McKenzie. Can I just say I've been trying to get you on this show for so long and you haven't watched even the first episode yet. The way I have it. And it's honestly, the way you what? The way I have it. I, Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, wait, no. Wait, I thought you were talking about our own podcast because I still haven't listened to episode one. I don't listen to our podcast. It's funny. That's fine. That's not what I'm even getting at. I really want you to watch what I think is probably the best show I've ever seen. 
And it's not WandaVision. It's Yellow Jackets. Oh my god. It's, I've, see, the more... You have to remind me. Yes. However, I have watched two shows that you have rec- made me told me to watch. So you can't say that I don't watch what you don't tell me to watch. Well, you need to watch Yellow Jackets out of all things. I think that I was like a Yellow Jackets rep at work. When we get Angelica on the podcast next episode, I'm going to ask her... Wait, I thought she was supposed to be on this episode. Yeah, she has COVID. Oh, the, the, new, the, new, the new variant? I don't fucking know. She's fine now. She tested positive or negative. But anyway, the show is the best thing ever. I got everybody at work watching it and it's just so fucking good. You watch like the first episode and you're hooked. It's one of those shows that you don't need to like, oh, you just have to watch the first three episodes and then it gets. No, this shit gets good. The first fucking episode. If you haven't seen it, for those of you listening, it's about a group of soccer girls that go on a, they go to nationals, but their flight crashes. So they never really make it. And then they're surviving on like a remote area in, I don't fucking know, Canada or something. But regardless, it's really good. It's on the same level as Lost. But the difference is it goes back and forth between the girls as their younger selves that are surviving in this, in the wilderness. And it also goes to their adult selves, which you see it side by side. Christina Ricci is in it as one of the adult actresses, and she is so fucking good. Juliette Lewis is in it. She's so, so fucking good. But you start to understand that you're going back and forth between the younger version and the older version that is recovering from the trauma. And it's so amazing. You need to fucking watch it. I, Gabby's basically in the show. Gabby is the Christina Ricci character. Am I in the show? No. You could be like, well, I'd spoil it for you. There's only one gay man in the show that I can think of. Oh, not for me. Uh, He's also very closeted and you don't find out he's gay until someone starts coming on to him and he's like, girly pop, slay queen, but this isn't for me. Watch it, please. Can you watch it before the next episode? At least watch one episode and then be like, hey, I hated it. Season two is completed, Girly Pop. You got season two three. seasons to binge watch. Season three won't be out because there's a writer's strike. Oh, right. Yeah, so you can wait till 2027 or whenever. Yeah. Uh, the shows that I'm... I'm actually in the middle of a show right now. Uh, have you heard of The Magicians? You've told me about it 70 times. I have I not told you about this 70 times. It streams on Netflix. It has five seasons. I don't know if they're making any more. It's a very adult show. It's ex- it's explicit. They don't. I don't think they show peen. But Game of Thrones didn't give a fuck about it. Oh, so. I'm sorry. I'm still in the day and age. I get my conservative values. I cannot watch a show that shows peen. It's a little too uncomfy for me. As long as like I'm not watching it in the same room as my mom. Even if I was, I didn't really care. It's a fucking dick. Usually they show for like five seconds. I, I'm aware, but it's still, a, it's a point of uncomfortability for me, especially if I'm with like my family. What if the guy is hot? I, I don't, I don't, I really don't need to be. The way anytime that like a sex scene or anything happened in my childhood, if that popped up on screen, the way I would be stone faced, Medusa gazed me down full statue just <laughs> me too anytime i was in the room during a sex scene i would just be like what are you supposed to say or do or <laughs> if i was next to my sister my sister's 13 years older than me she would be my sister would all i would see is this my sister would literally uh, just co- literally cover my eyes 
Oh. <laughs> well, my mom let me watch Saw when I was five, and that had a lot more than just naked titties and stuff on the screen. So. Oh, my my sister with uh, that Resident Evil movie, the first one with uh, Mila Jovovich. Fucking iconic, obviously. Icon- You're, You're all going, going to, to die, die down, down here. Hip. The scene where she's getting attacked or like chased by the dogs and she jumps up and oh, like, like, goes around the wall corner and fucking yeah. slams into him with her like foot. She kicks him. Oh my God, so the, iconic. Bl- the blonde hair, the red satin dress, the yes. black combat boots. The costuming. Uh, the costum- Was it a Resident Evil movie? No. No. But... Was it a good movie? did they take the resident evil brand and do whatever the fuck they wanted to do with it yes is mila jovovich the best action actor in that day and age yeah yes she's an amazing action actor she did great love her to death we'll have her on the podcast next episode i hope (laughs) i'm gonna email her manager and be like please please tell me about your stunt double that lost an arm oh did that really happen yeah, oh my god, final movie, the final chapter for Resident Evil, that series. And they still came out with the movie. They said, fuck it, she lost an arm, but we're not losing the money. It was it was during the that motorcycle scene where the she's getting chased by that giant, like, bat-looking creature in the final movie. I don't know if you remember the final movie. I don't. But apparently there was something that happened and, like, literally, like, the stunt double's arm got ka-chopped. Imagine being a... Well, at least now she's gonna have I hope they paid her enough money to retire because she has no career now. They probably gave her a thousand dollar check and said, good luck, peace, girly. This is why there's a writer's strike. I thought it was an actor strike too. It's both. Yeah. It's the, what's that called? I don't know the terminology. I live in Atlanta. There's so many. Neither of us are actors. Yeah. I would love to be in season three of uh, um, Heartstopper as um another gay that just has like the most trauma we're putting that out there cast us for uh, i don't know how to talk with the british accent so i no. don't think i would fit we'll be in the american foreign exchange students. the foreign exchange students. students yeah no we'll be we'll be the we'll be uh the queer people from the art school oh there we go yeah we would fit in at the art school yeah for sure i that i support i'm not going back to an all-boys school even if it's in film did you know that the last episode, the final scene when when he's like, they're having that moment and then he's about to text him the I love you and everything. Spoilers, but he doesn't send it. Do you know the song that's playing was written by um, the actor that plays Tao and his sister? His no. sister is the one singing that song. That's amazing. It's such a good song too. Do you have any childhood trauma? <laughs> Welcome to therapy. Let me just... Let me open my diary. Yeah. <laughs> Let me open up my portfolio on my, my therapist notes. Flipping to page 78 here. When I was seven... Chapter 16. <laughs> Childhood trauma-wise, I really just wanted to dig... I thought of more stuff. Um, I had talked about my dad, like, smacking me for crossing my legs. Do you remember? Uh, yeah, I've heard. I have some more stories that I thought about that I just want to share with you. So for reference, my brother, my younger half-brother is also gay. Um, So growing up, he was also very effeminate. And he, just like me, sang Hannah Montana, you get the best of both worlds. You know, like we were having concerts in the living room, okay? Uh Queens. 
my dad for Christmas one year bought him an iPod shuffle with the restriction that my dad was the only one that was allowed to put music on it. So all the songs were his choice. So he put like ACDC, you know, bullshit that my brother would never listen to on the iPod. So did your dad just put that stuff on so that way y'all wouldn't listen to the iPod? No, that was his way of manipulating my brother or like forcing him to listen, listen to, to his music, straight okay. people music, because he didn't want him listening to like Miley Cyrus and uh, I don't Gwen Stefani was Gwen Stefani, you know, Lady Gaga was never on that. It was just a bunch of straight people bands. And wow, what a Christmas present. Like you how know, much of a douchebag do you have to be? You know, doing things like that. I mean, that's why my mom sent me to an all boys school. She won't admit it, but that's like. I'm pretty sure she said that to me. So that way. Yeah, she really fucked up there because now you didn't have any women to look at, so you're gay. And I was just like, girl, I found the faggots in the first two minutes of going to that school. What do you expect? So our mutual friend is how I met our mutual friend through high school at an all-boys school, which is how we know each other. And this podcast would never happen if it wasn't for uh, that mutual friend. So shout out, shout out to Matt. What's up, Matt? We miss you. Our... You look hot Art. now. You look hot now. You look not hot even now. gonna lie. I'm gonna you support that. Yeah, we're supporting you. <laughs> not my type, but you look great. I'm jealous. I don't know. Kind of my type. Oh, she got mad. Shoot your shot. Oh wait, no. I I mean I'm into a lot of people. She's like that perfect femme mask right now. Where I'm like, like right now, look at me. I mask. This is a mask for mask call right here. If I've ever seen one. Yeah, that cream blush says mask for mask all on top of it. <laughs> anyway, when did you... Okay, a question that people ask me all the time since we're on childhood here. When did you know you were gay? Like, what Five. happened? Okay, so how? What happened that was your, like... You just know you're different. But what was your... I know for me the, the moment that I was like, this is different. I know when that moment was. Do you remember yours? I don't know. I think there was like a boy in my class and I like look, was like looking at him. And I was just like, everything just felt different. It. I can't tell if that was because of a psychological issue. Well, being gay is a psychological issue, but being straight is also one. Period. Being sexually attracted to another human being is an issue that we really need to address on this podcast. Is it, wait, speaking of trauma, going back to that topic, uh, is it traumatic if every time I have sex, I regret it? Is that a problem? So I'm not actually a therapist, despite popular belief. So someone, you have no degree. I have an unverified degree in psychology that I printed off of Google and reposted my name. It's spelled backwards. She went to Roblox University and got her I went to Roblox University. I graduated. Anyway, what I wanted to get at here. So when I was in kindergarten, I know it was for five for me for a fact, because when I was in kindergarten... I was standing in line for the buses. We had like two separate lines. I couldn't tell you fucking why. I don't remember anymore. We had two separate lines for the bus. And I was in, let's say, line A. And the guy I was staring at was in line B. I just like found myself looking at him and thinking, wow, like I really enjoy looking at you. And I stared like, and he looked at me and he just like awkwardly was like, he just waved. He's like, why are you staring at me? face bright red, turned to the wall, slammed my head into the wall and cried my fucking eyes out. Worst moment of my life, but also, yeah, worst moment of my life, the turning point, becoming gay. It was a downhill slope from there, though. I think my downhill slope happened uh, on July 11th. 
That's my birthday. Oh, I was like, okay, what happened on July 11th of this year? You didn't specify nine. Oh, sorry, 2002. One, two, one, two, one, one. No, zero. Right on the O. Whatever, fucking old ass man. I know I'm 23. Oh, they asked me how old I was when I was, they were talking about me getting a rental. And because I don't look like I'm old enough to get a rental, they were like, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 23. And then I thought about it and I'm like, you're 24. 24. <laughs> I was like, I had to think about it. And Wait, then I, I thought you could only wrong. get a rental at 25. No, there is a young rental fee. So if you're if you're younger than 25, there's like an extra fee. Oh. Yeah, it's really dumb. I didn't know that. So growing up when you're like, oh, we went to an all boys school. But for me, it would be like going home and my mom would be like, so do you have a girlfriend? Like, are there any girls that you like? And I had to deal with that growing up. So I'd always just choose one of my girlfriends and be like, yeah, she's my girlfriend. See, my mom just doesn't like talking about stuff like that, which I guess is a blessing on my part. Probably. Because she just never asked. She never cared to ask. She was like, oh, it just wasn't a conversation that ever happened between us, which I, I guess, was thankful for because I, I, I don't like conversations like that. I mean, you literally just heard I regret almost all the times I had sex. But that's because I overthink a lot of things, and my mom knows that. So if she brought that up, I think I would enter a full-on anxiety attack. Sex is weird for me because I've only had sex with one person, so I don't really regret it because we are the only people that have sex with each other in the relationship we're in. I don't know if regret is the right word. I don't know if regret's the white word. The white word. The white word. I don't know if regret is the correct word way I want to describe it because it's not regret it's just uh I don't know I think I don't like being as sexual as I am I don't like putting out that energy I just had a that so raven I just had a vision because I just had a vision of, okay like a deja vu moment of my mom coming into my room and Do I can't... you get deja vu with you? <laughs> I just had a deja vu moment that my mom was gonna walk in the door but for anyone noticing or wanting to know, I am currently staying with my parents because because uh, someone can't hold a steady job, does too many drugs, and needs to go to rehab. I can hold a steady job. I don't need to go to rehab. Those were all jokes, by the way. Well, uh, some some of them were based in reality. Um, only the drugs part was. <laughs> I moved when I moved from San Francisco. I moved back with my parents, so I'm just staying here until I find an apartment over in the city. Of DC? Of the DC. Can I tell you something that I did at work that made me want to blow my brains out? Yes. So Washington, DC versus Washington State. State. Okay. My brain. Mm -hmm. So we have oysters at work. God, if my boss hears this. (laughs) Were the oysters from Washington State and you said they were from Washington? Just let me build it up here. Let me let me really I, I already this know table you. comes in. Know they know the sommelier that we work with. He used to work for my sommelier and or for for the restaurant sommelier. And he now works as a boss for someone that used to work at my job. He is very high profile. He comes in with his girlfriend, who is an actress, and they're really sweet. They're really nice. I go up to the table and greet them. And then they order, and they order oysters that are West Coast oysters. But we 
didn't update the menu. So they ordered these oysters and then I went to go ring it in and I was like, fuck, these are not oysters that we have. These are oysters that we had yesterday and they have an unupdated menu. So I went back and I was like, hey, we don't have these oysters, but we do have Kumamoto oysters, which are my favorite. And they're from Washington. They taste just like a West Coast oyster. And I, I hope your boss listens I to this and realizes he hired an idiot. To die. They laughed and I was like, why are they laughing? And I was like, We're going to record a geography like test for you. I walked away and I realized I was like, Washington is West Coast. But I was freaking out. Like my brain wasn't working because I was already in like shit. Now I have to go back to the table and be like, oh, we don't have those oysters, you know? I think they realized it was a slip of the tongue. But I don't think, th- but I think they probably realized that your brain was not connecting two dots together. I wish together. I had noticed it just a little bit earlier. So I could have been like, they taste like West Coast oysters because they are West Coast oysters. I, I think the redundancy <laughs> would have killed you even more. No, I would have, I would have been able to play it off as a joke. Or they taste just like every other west coast oyster that you know? is better if they taste actually... the same as west coast as a typical west coast oyster what does a typical west coast oyster taste like give me give me some of your server flavor words so we i it's hard to like it's not hard to describe oysters but we have so many fucking oysters that come on the menu so i just do some like simple i'd be like do you like briny oysters do you like non-briny oysters Kumamoto are more like crisp, a little bit like melony in flavor. Um, they're also smaller. Most West Coast oysters are super clean. They're not briny. They're really light. Best oysters you'll ever find. I actually really like when I was living in San Francisco, I used to go to a restaurant to get raw oysters all the time. And mm-hmm. I am like a big fan of raw oysters. So trust me, I I like the West Coast oysters a lot. Are you a fan of oysters? Um, I do like oysters but i will admit that i can't do it without some sort of topping like we like have a, lemon or like a chili oil no we have a mignonette that is just the best fucking thing ever it's so fucking good i follow the same rules as uh like steak sauce when it comes to stuff i never use steak sauce unless like it's absolutely fucking necessary because i feel like that takes away the flavor of the meat of what you're eating I can understand that. I agree with that to a certain extent. So I don't do that with oysters. The mignonette isn't going to change the flavor, though. It just enhances it. It's like putting a lemon over it, essentially. It's very, like, it just gives it a little bit more acidic. I guess I guess what I'm saying is I will always eat my first oyster raw, regardless, without any toppings, to just get the base flavor of it, and then to see how well to compare the enhancement. The only issue for me is I'm a texture queen, so... Oh, the booger doesn't do it for you? The booger doesn't... The wet, slimy booger. You don't like eating that? So, as much as I do enjoy the flavor of oysters, it is... I can only eat four max before I'm like, okay, the slithering down my throat sensation is not doing it. I've had enough things slither down my throat. To where that just does not bother me. Oh yeah, when was your first time that uh, that happened? Seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, seventeen or eighteen. What happened? Who was it with? Uh, it was at a restaurant called uh this. <laughs> I am not talking about eating oysters anymore, honey. I uh, I'm 
Spilling, who was it with? Uh, I mean, my first time, like, my first ever sexual experience uh-huh. was with a, an East Coast drag queen. Who I don't know if they do drag anymore, but uh, funny enough, I had a high school best friend drop me off at their house after we went to their drag show. How Were you 17? Yeah. How did it go? Was it, like, scary? Was they it... Were, they were... I was nervous, because, you know... Was it a... Like, did you go all the way? No, I just sucked it. Oh, okay. When was the first time you went all the way? When I was 18 in San Francisco. Same person? Different person. Oh. It was like a dude... How was in, that? Was, was that dude, scary it was like for a you? Du- no. It was like a dude in his 30s, and I went there regularly. And it was just... It just worked. Everything was... I crashed at his place. He lived a block down from my college and I could experiment with him in a safe environment and he was as much as I wanted to. So it was a fun time. That's good. Yeah, it was It was a, honestly a really safe place. Like, he really, like, guided me through. Now, looking back on it, you know, there you could say that there probably were some problematic aspects to that. But honestly, I felt safe, which is the more important part. Yeah, I mean, as long as you feel safe. I don't feel traumatized from, from that experience. What I will say, and if my mom ever fucking finds this podcast, I'm going to regret saying this. Oh, how do you think I feel? (laughs) My first time ever, like, doing anything, and this was just sucking dick, because I'm never, so my boyfriend is my first person that I've ever, and my only person that I've ever, like, you know, done the deeds. But the first experience that I had, I was dating this guy, and it had been maybe a week of us dating. I met him on Hot or Not. That was a great app. It was the Tinder before Tinder for teenagers. First, we went to the guest. First, we went to the movies. <laughs> you went to the um, gas station? To what? We went to the Pump movies. you up I in have... a fucking gas room stall? <laughs> no. <laughs> so we had our first date at what the movie. fucking trailer park? My mom trailer. dropped me off. I told her I was going to meet my friends and we were going to watch a movie. And that didn't happen I watched the movie and we just made out the whole time I my mom asked me about the movie afterwards when I got home and I was like I don't know anything about the movie because I wasn't fucking watching it so I was like yeah it was really good it was about this and that I just made shit up because I had no fucking idea what I was talking about two or three days later I'm like hey you should just come over to my house when my parents aren't home I think it was summertime so um He's like, yeah. And I said, but you're going to have to have someone drop you off because if my neighbors see a car in my driveway, it's going to be sus and I don't have time for them to ask, you know? So he said, that's fine. And he got a friend to drop him off. And we sit in my living room and turn on Family Feud. We're just watching that, making out. And then, you know, clothes start coming off. Ew! And that was my first time, like, ever seeing one. And I, I, you know, I I gave him a little, little... Is this the one that cried? No, that was after. <laughs> yeah, thank God that wasn't my first. Wait, do you want to so. spill? Like, do you want to spill that story? Yeah, I'll get there too, I guess. But anyway, so we started, you know, doing things, and um, I heard a crash in the sunroom that we had, and the sunroom is where my parents always came in when they came home from work, and I was like, did my mom's boyfriend at the time come home early from work? Like, did he did he leave work early? Is he home? We're like butt-ass naked. I walk out in the kitchen and look into the sunroom. And it was just one of my cats that moved something. So it didn't actually end up being anybody. But um, we ended up moving it to my bedroom because Obama started talking on the TV. Uh, Family Feud had ended. I don't know what was going on there. And I was like, this is weird. Wow. You you didn't want uh, one of our presidents to see 
you up. I didn't want him to see the unholy things happening. Uh, and then he was like, we got to go or I got to go. And I was like, okay, have fun. His parents had him on like fucking radar. So he had to turn off like the Find My or whatever the family app was that he was on that shared his location. So his friend was there, picked him up, he left, and that was my first time. And then the story you're talking about when I was also 17, I might have been 16 when this happened, or I was just touring around at 17. I don't know. There was another guy that was in college in New York, and I lived in Pennsylvania. So a little older than me. I think he was like 21. He might have been 21, 20. 20 Is that more problematic than me being 18 with a 30-year-old? That's the real question. Well, if you were 17 with a 29-year-old, yeah, I think that is more problematic. I'm just like saying I was 17 with a 20-year-old. It wasn't, this wasn't like a predatory situation. Um, Regardless, we had met and we never, well, we never met in person, but we talked online all the time. We like Skyped each other and FaceTimed and everything. And I had already kind of tell he was crazy because I'd be in school and he'd spam text me if I wasn't responding. I'm like, bitch, I'm in school. I'm taking tests. I don't have time to respond to you. And I'm not like trying to be a bitch about it, but also like you literally need to understand that I can't respond to you every second of the fucking day. He would text Calvin. He would text my friend Calvin and be like, where is Owen? Why isn't he responding to me while I'm in school? Ew. Yeah. So I invited him over to my house. And um, I was really sneaky about this. And you thought that was the smartest idea? No. I told my mom, I was like, hey, I am going to go hang out with a friend from school. And I was like, he already graduated, but he used to go to my school and we're going to go eat food together or something. So he drove like two or three hours to come see me, picked me up when we went to Starbucks or something. Um... And we kissed and everything in the car. And then we got back to my house. My mom is like FBI agent crazy sometimes. I love her for this because she's just doing it to make sure I'm not going to get murdered. She was already really suspicious about this. I come home and I'm like, hey, can he spend the night while he's there? I wasn't going to ask this before he got there. You know, I was going to ask this the day of while he's there. So she can't say no. She got really fucking mad at me for this. She said yes, but he had to sleep in the guest room. He wasn't allowed to stay in my room. Okay. And so he stayed. But that day they were like, we need to get out of the house and go do something. So we all went bowling together. And in the car, my mom started quizzing him. So she was like, I went to a trade school. So she asked him, she was like, what trade did you go to? And I knew this would happen. So prior to this thing, I had said, when my mom asks you this, you should say this. And he fucked up everything. He can't be an actor because he doesn't know how to follow a fucking script. So my mom knew because he fucked up. The first thing she asked him, he fucked up. And I just looked at him and I was like, you fucking dumbass. But whatever. We went bowling and he kept trying to like fucking kiss me every time they weren't looking. And it was really annoying because I don't like kissing that much. Like I do like kissing, but I don't like being PDA about it. Oh, I cannot be PDA about anything, especially in front of my parents. Yeah, no. So no, it was happen. annoying. He spent the night. My mom said that if he, if she heard either of us get out up out of the rooms that we were in, that she'd instantly send him home and he wouldn't be able to stay. And we didn't break that rule or anything. Uh, we just broke the rules when he was in my room prior to that. And we were doing other things. For the followers that are listening to this, that have followed me since the beginning, we made you nows together that day too. Do you remember you now? I don't even know what the fuck that is. Uh, think like TikTok live, but. It was the same thing, like, they tip you with the gifts and stuff. Oh, so, like, chatterbait, but without the sex. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. 
Um, so we made some UNELs that day and regret that because those are on the internet forever. But the reason he started crying, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day, my mom and her... The story always gets me. My mom and her boyfriend needed to go to the... It was the weekend. They needed to go grocery shopping and they didn't want to leave us at the house alone. So my mom was like, you have to go. We went back to my room and started getting his stuff so that he could leave. And he just started crying. And I looked at him and I was like, what? Are you okay? And he's like, I just, I don't want to leave. And like sobbing. And I was like, girl, first of all, this is the first day you've ever met me. Second of all. Are you homeless? You're 20, 21. Like. 20 or 21, regardless. Girl, control pull yourself. yourself. Together. Yeah, pull yourself together. So I gave him a hug. I was like, it's okay. So anyway, he started crying because my mom told him to go home. And I was like, bitch, leave. Go home. And he did. And then I broke up with him. Broke up with a dude after you met him. And he cried for the first day. Yeah, I was like, this is crazy. Like, I get it. You drove a long time to get here. But you spent a whole day with me. And you're going to drive back and go to school. The tears were not needed. Like, I understand being disappointed. Wait, how many, How long was that drive? Like two, three hours. Okay. For context... Maybe four. My first time I ever met my best friends in San Francisco. Gotta love my friend Mikey. Mikey, for anyone that knows geography of the California and the Bay Area, uh, San Francisco is about 40 miles north of, like, San Jose. I used to travel from and take Caltrain from San Francisco all the way down to San Jose, which is about like an hour and a half if you don't catch a rapid train. And then I would either wait for 30 minutes or like some type of thing from my friend Mikey to pick me up from the Caltrain station. And we'd, I, and this is where it gets better because if I, if I wasn't allowed to crash at Mikey's house after the clubs, I would have to get an Uber from San Jose or from Morgan Hill. And Morgan Hill is another 30 minutes south of San Jose. So if I can travel and not cry that my friend didn't let me sleep at his house when I'm drunk, don't get the nerve to cry because I was in my 20s and 19 that age. So grow up. Yeah. You want to know what he said after I broke up with him because of this? Yeah. He said, well, it's okay because you're something along the lines of you just don't look good enough without makeup on anyway i'm like girl back then i did not know how to do makeup so it's not like my makeup was putting me up to a 10 you know yeah i like i used a concealer that made my face orange if anything my makeup made me look worse um i'd like to inform everyone that we are we indeed may be homosexuals and we do have mental illnesses that afflict us every single day of our lives but i do want to let our audience know that uh if you keep joining us on this journey, you too will not be able to think straight. So join us next week on Can't Think Straight. This podcast is recorded and uploaded, and you can view it every Tuesday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I was about to say Apple Music, but... Yeah, no. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Can't think straight. We can't think straight.